comes off, till the lights go out, till my leg give out, can't check my mouth, till the smoke clears out, and my eyes hurt out, I'ma rip this shit. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Spin the One and Twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. 877-37-GRIND is your number to participate. All right. Um, yeah, nothing against uh, Trailer Man. I just think A&M is, you know, um, they put themselves in a corner, man. They, I mean, they've got to, you know, those are discussions that are really happening, but I believe you've got to probably get somebody that has kind of been doing it on this level. Just because of the time, and not that I think Jeff Trailer can't coach in the SEC or recruit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying A&M in the position they're in. I don't know if you can you try to – got to try to be as for sure as possible. 877-37-GRIND. Also, um, sticking with the college theme, uh, Jim Harbaugh, as you all know, the story continues to dominate college uh, as he's serving a – three-game suspension of the rest of the regular season. Uh, he's supposed to be at this hearing on Friday um, in his appeal um, in regards to uh, possibly his uh, his appeal. He came out and said that he feels like Michigan is the real America's team. And he got up there and talked about how he, um, you know, took a class, I think he said in college or high school, about due process. I mean, he's really talking, you know, talking it up. He ain't staying silent for the most part in general. But the guy that's tied into Michigan, being that he has a platform to this day, one of the bigger platforms in college football, and he's played there, and he's won a um, Heisman there, Desmond Howard. Let me tell you something, man. Mitch, I've seen him since this past Saturday on college game day. He's made some appearances on some national talk shows in the morning. You know, get up. He's been around. He's, he's come across my radar. And you might, they might as well hire Desmond Howard as damn they PR legal team. I mean, he is going headhunting at the media and everybody else that's not allowing Jim to have his due process. Okay? Um Look, it, you know, this is one of those that I just feel I still stand by what I what I've been saying that I think this is, you know, Jim has put himself out there uh, and been involved in something or his program has been involved in something that when you have a reputation that you do and you're not liked and loved by the masses, even the individuals that you have to work with, when you put yourself in these situations, people will be out there to get you. And that's what this is about. I just think that's that's how I feel. I don't think that this is really a you know, they're like I said, Michigan ran it down Penn State's throats. So you can talk about signs still and ever. This is a team that's going to have to be dealt with on the field, and maybe they will, maybe they won't. Uh, but now you can see that Jim Harbaugh is going to eat this up in regards to his press conferences. And this is all against us, against the world and all this kind of stuff. And we're America's team. Um, all right, Jim, we can bump the brakes a little bit, but even though I got your back in this one to a certain extent, but uh, you know, just hold on, Mr. Khakis, eight, seven, seven, three, seven grind. All right. Switching gears to the national basketball association. Wait, before we do that, 
Uh, there's a story that now that I hate that it's really developed and now it's going to become a mainstream story because this came across my radar two weeks ago and I had it on the docket like for two days in a row, but just went off the rails, got sidetracked those days. Uh, but in regards to the death of the hockey pe- player, former uh, NHL hockey player who this happened a couple weeks ago um, that lost his life on ice. OK, in regards to a freakish accident in regards to getting a blade. Adam Johnson was his name. Uh, I think he played for the Penguins at some time in NHL, but he's over in this uh, England league or whatever, London, I don't know, somewhere over there. And um, he gets his, has an accident. I haven't looked at the video, don't want to see the video, but catches a blade across the throat, rushed him, stopped the game immediately, covered with towels, rushed him to the hospital. He dies later because of his injury. Uh, I've heard about in the last week or two, I've heard rumblings of an investigation going on. And I'm thinking like, okay, well, the hockey league wants to go. Well, there's an arrest that's been made today by a particular individual and being charged with involuntary manslaughter. I don't know the details. I don't know what evidence they got besides what's on the game film or what happened or there's an end line story. I don't want to rush to judgment or whatever, but I will just tell you without even knowing the details or what these charges are going to be based on. Um, this is a slippery, slippery, slippery slope. I mean, first of all, this isn't, this doesn't happen that often. It's happened before. Now, the last time I remember, I think it was about 15 years ago, 13, maybe some 12, between 12, 15 years ago. Um, I forgot my man's name, but he took a, he got lucky. He took a blade. I remember watching that in the highlights. He took a blade across the throat, maybe missed, you know, kind of where this unfortunate, this man, you know, lost his life. Same thing. Tiles rushed him, skated right off. He lived to tell about it. Um, those are sharp blades, but I'm thinking like involuntary manslaughter for a sport that is dangerous. It's physical and it's dangerous when you're talking about sharp ass blades at any time, okay, you necessarily don't need to get caught, cut in your throat or blade to your throat to cut to bleed out. I just feel that unless there's part of this story that I don't know that hasn't come to the light yet, but they're really going to charge an individual, which I don't know if his name's been released or not, and Jonas is giving me the shake off to the fastball It hasn't. That's a slippery slope when we talk about charging somebody for involuntary manslaughter on a f- unfortunate, unfortunate, sad incident on the hockey ice in a sport. It's not so necessarily about it's because it's hockey. It's just a death on sport in the middle of competition. If there's a big chunk of this story that I am missing, but I don't know, we'll wait the details, but I've been meaning to bring this up just because you had somebody that died you know, playing a sport on ice, whether it's not the NHL, he's a former NHL player, but just a sad situation altogether. What do you got? Well, what's interesting here is that we know the name of the player, right? But the name of the person in custody is not known. I mean, are you with me? So it sounds I'm, I'm so. So you. it sounds like somewhere in the evo- in the events here, may and and again speculation is what we're left with in in this discussion but it could be maybe like a team physician who didn't do enough um to save somebody's mm. life I mean, what we have what we do know again here what we have it from the the South Yorkshire chief superintendent and from ESPN 
Quote, our investigation launched immediately following this tragedy, and we have been carrying out extensive inquiries ever since to piece together the events which led to the loss of Adam in these unprecedented circumstances. We have been speaking to highly specialized experts in their field to assist in our inquiries and continued to work closely with the Health and Safety Department at Sheffield City Council, which is supporting our ongoing investigation. We know that the player whose blade did the cut was Matt Petgrave, but the person in custody is what we don't know. Um, well, if you if you go to that angle, and I'll play this with you, this is all allegedly, this is no proof, it's, this is no reporting order, so let's just say that clear because people in radio hear what, listen to the cards, listen to the device, you hear what you want to hear. I get it. Um, even if you go to that scenario, Jonas, you're talking about a team doctor's physician that didn't do enough, this and that. I still disagree with that. Because the first thing that comes to my mind, like the player that actually did it, he's the one in custody. I didn't even go there to think that this could be linked to maybe a staff, a medical that didn't do there. But either or, whether we're talking about a player that's the guy that's under being charged for voluntary marriage slaughter, or we're talking about a team physician, team doctor, I disagree with it. It's a freakish accident, which I think you can be prepared or whatever, but you get cut by one of those blades. It is what it is. Like Because to me, if it ain't that, it's one of those that it's a made-for-TV type of movie of some conspiracy theory where this guy had a vendetta against him and he planned to say, hey, he's on the ice. We're gonna Unless you're talking about something crazy like that, I can't hold a doctor or a trainer or a player if somebody gets their throat cut by a blade. That's like a knife by a freakish in-the-game accident and charge somebody for man, voluntary manslaughter. And see, and the thing about it is, is that, and, and look, I didn't want to go off in this tangent, in this rant, or whatever, but I'm going to tell you this, you know, I, the first of all, like I said, I've been voting since I was 18 years old. That was just instilled in me from my grandmother, uh, teach about politics, teach me the fact that people that look like me didn't even have the right to vote. I was raised that way. At 18, I was in the line with most of my peers and got like, what? You're going to vote? Yeah. But I have totally lost all trust in our political system and our officials and our future and president candidates because it is so corrupt with money. And the reason why I bring you might say, where are you going with this guy? This is where I'm going. Because when I hear things like this, besides me going down the world, we've got to a point to where we have politicized our criminal system and DA and judges and all that that are in powerful places that are getting, um, you know, greased seven figure money yearly, annually, because election time and having officials in that basically this is sounds like something like somebody is up for vote, whether it's the 80, where it's the DA. The judge, somebody bringing these type of charge. I'm pretty sure this man's family's devastated. And when you lose somebody, somebody wants, if it's not natural cause death and it's something like this, you want held accountable where it's an ice rink or I get it. But this smells just so we're talking, no matter how you slice it, we're talking about this man lost his life on a freakish accident on the playing field. And I feel like if there's not more to the story that I'm missing, and I'm pretty sure because today this happened like two weeks ago. Yeah. October 28th. Okay. 
this is just now making a national story. It was breaking news today because a player, this ain't even the NHL hockey, man. We barely cover the NHL over here. Shout out to the Avalanche. You finally got to W over the Kraken last night, 5 1. But it's finally a story today because somebody got charged with voluntary manslaughter in sports on something that's happened on the field. Like when I hear a sporting event, voluntary manslaughter or manslaughter, I'm thinking about it's got to be something like a Talib. I don't want to throw him in the bus. I'm his family in the bus. But Talib, Talib's brother at the Dallas and, and years ago and at the Pop Warner that it, things escalated. Next thing you know, his brother's doing damn near, I don't know, 25 to 50 years in prison, whatever he got charged with. Coaches getting fight with all that. But manslaughter charge for something that happened during the course of competition on the, that, on the ice. There has to be more to this. Well, again, no charges have been filed. He's been arrested on suspicion of manslaughter. Uh, that's what we know as of this moment. The other con- uh, conversation that has sparked locale is about player safety on the ice. Uh, English Hockey, uh, the English Ice Hockey Association has announced um, that they are making neck guards mandatory next year as part of a three-step plan, again, from ESPN's reporting. Uh, NHL has already said, you know, we make, we make these op- options available to players if they want to use them, understanding, again, that we are around sharp objects on our feet. Um, you know, they, there's plenty of options if they want to. There's no real talk about making anything mandatory there. Yeah, and, I, and I'm never going to be the one who want to speed to that. You know, I'm about safety. It's a fortune, actually. You know me, I'm playing numbers game. I told you the last one I remembered on this had to be at least 12 to 15 years ago. Um, I, I don't, you know, go to it's it's an unfortunate freakish accident. I, I've my hockey viewing has picked up to a certain extent in the last few years, and I can tell you, uh, I'm not gonna tell you I watch as many hockey games as I do basketball and college basketball, NBA, by the way, which we got a big one tonight with Kansas, and I think Duke's heading on. Um, like, uh, yeah, Casey Rob just let me know that he's all about, oh, hey, Casey, right? You, you checked in today, how you feeling? Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I just don't hardly ever see that happen. And I, and I just don't want to go rush to judgment to make these hockey players, you know, play. I mean, look, man, guys are getting faster. Guys are getting bigger in all sports. Story. It's violent, man. It's just violent. And hockey, I've always known that's a rough, that's a violent game. You know, you got to be pretty off to play in the National Hockey League. You're I mean, allowed to square up for yeah, fights. Yeah, man, it's, it's just a different it's a different breed, you know. It's just unfortunate. But I saw Manslaw, I was like, damn, man. Like, come on, man. We're down a slippery slope. I said, that smells like somebody's up for election, a DA official, prosecution, some old. Let me just bring some attention to this. I'm going to show what? A freak accident, man. We got other problems, you know, in this country. Just like trying to control monopolies the mickey mouse has done it again i'm telling you man disney is the biggest monopoly company greed of it way more than amazon way more than microsoft has been and Disney, a CEO, has never stepped, to my knowledge, has never stepped foot on Capitol Hill to be talked about their mergers, their deals. Where is Calvin going with this? This is where I'm going. The Four Letter Network has announced today is the day that they roll out their betting app. 
we have followed the progress of the growing industry of sports gambling on this program probably for the last way before Governor Christie went to battle. Okay. He was still doing some crooked stuff with that Brooklyn Bridge on New Jersey, whatever he was doing. That was way before then. I was I was bringing along and educating my listeners about the explosion of sports gambling for a long time. And now everybody and their mom, I mean, I'm telling you, man, you got people on TV. Producers are trying to fill content. Just telling these people, oh, that total under that, yeah, eight, eight. Ain't about that life, man. You know? I feel like running up on one of these guys one day and just saying, hey, man, bumping into him. Like, yeah, I see you on TV. What's the VIG? What does that stand for? Oh, I don't know. Well, your cue card, man, stop faking it. Ain't a life. Stop faking it. But back to the situation. This is like the betting app, and they're going to have their analysts. Because the only one over there that I'm vouching for is Scott Van Pelt. Scott's, I know Scott's about that life. He's been talking this way before it came mainstream. But the moral of this segment is, is that the Disney gets away with everything they get their hands in because they got a mouse as and everybody hey that's a cute mouse he, they're running a monopoly man go look at the companies and now they're going to contribute to gambling in a society <laughs> but disney won't ever give me that pat, pat mcafee money i'll be like hey man who said anything about a monopoly you listen to a sports crime today's show is being presented by dosakis get a dose we are broadcasting here for the maestro de bell tequila studios we'll be back Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Doseki. We have been broadcasting here for the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang, two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out all their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They come in different flavors. And keep in mind, they still have their blazing uh, bloody michelada mix as well, too. But whatever you do, don't forget to Zing Zang responsibly. That is Zing Zang official sponsor of the sports crime. 
Yeah, so Mickey Mouse did it again, man. I mean, they're in the bed nap business. And to me, this is such a conflict of interest. I mean, because I look at, you know, business on a big scale. And now you get in bed, you can kind of grease and do certain things with your TV work partners. You're already in bed with NFL and college. You know, they've got, you're, you're taking DraftKings money. Now you come up with your own app and try to filter through that. Just like, again, I'll say this in general. I don't care if it has to do with sports betting or not. They have a Mickey Mouse as their logo and their representative, and that's why their ass stays off Capitol Hills for Monopoly. Just go look at how many companies Disney has brought up in the last decade, and nobody says nothing about it. You know, nobody says anything about it. What do you got? You got anything? Okay. So, yeah, that's their whole announcement they made today. Um, going to the NBA, like I said, uh, Jonas has informed me this is another night of the in-season tournaments changing the colors of the courts, you know, promos. Um, I mean, they, they're already, I see already the sales from Fanatics coming and selling the damn Spurs gear, their alternate city jersey, all that. And I always said that's something the NFL and took from the NBA on how to generate more merchandise. If you put out different colors, they'll keep buying it. They look like, damn, do you see these brothers still getting lining online and waiting for Jordans to drop and there's the same ones coming out? Let's get some other stuff coming out, the collectibles, and they're making their money that way. But tonight, um, the Clippers, they're going to take on the Denver Nuggets. I talked about it yesterday. Mike Malone uh, is fresh off his new contract extension. Um, the clock is ticking on the Clippers and James Harden. Okay. Um, this is a game I believe, you know, it's hard to label must-win games in an 82-game schedule or a 162. Those usually only come in, you know, NFL or college football, one of the two. But for an 82-game season, this is a very important game that I feel, not because of the in-season tournament. The Clippers got to try to win this game. They got to stop the bleeding. They haven't won a game since James Harden showed up. Uh, we talked a little bit about that yesterday. I'm really putting that James Harden signing on Steve Ballman. I like him as an owner. I think any team in any professional sport you root for, you want a guy like Steve Ballman. You want a guy that really wants to win, that's really about to spend any kind of money, uh, what it will take. You want that. Uh, but at the same breath, I'm putting this signing on him. I just can't see Tyron Lue and Kawhi or Paul, any of these guys lo lobbying for James Harden behind closed I just don't see it. And you know what's not being talked about, who's getting the short end of the stick on this eventually, and he was kind of balling considering what he's been through the last few years? That's Russell Westbrook. I mean, I don't know the minutes. I haven't studied the minutes breakdown or how many minutes he's going to go, how many is James going to go. But the reality of it is, James, I mean, Russell Westbrook, since showing up to Cleveland, I mean, Clippers, he's bought in and he's, he's done the best he can do. And that's why I said yesterday, if this thing, if they, if Tyron Lue can't write the ship on James Harden or they can't find a way or whatever, the thing is, is either that his ass is going to have to start, you know, recording a lot less minutes of some DMPs. Or I think if you're Steve Ballman, you got the money, rip the band out, just buy him out. I don't care about the picks or who he gave up. We did what he did. But I cannot... You know, if Kawhi Leonard is locked up in Paul George for the next three to four years and everything's kumbaya and we've come up short to the finals and all that, I wouldn't have this take. But due to the fact that both of them are in the final years of the contract, I think this, is, this story is going to continue to boil and manifest if they don't get some wins. And what is a better place to do it as starting against the Denver Nuggets, the defending champions?
because if the if if the Clippers don't bring their A game tonight, Denver this could get ugly like Greg Oden. Okay, they could they could dub them up because I'm telling you right now, it's not just in our backyard. Even though these guys are like the only teams I'm seeing giving up 40, 50 a quarter anyway. Speaking of silver and black, I digress. But in the NBA we're in right now, I said this last week when we were talking about the Spurs. You get down on teams now, fifteen to twenty, guys are melting in, and we all know NBA is a game of runs. They melt it in. They're on to the next night. They're on to the concert in town or the parents they got to go to or one of their, their, their friends that they've got to, you know, fly in town just to see, like, hey, I'm only going to be in for one night, you there, whatever. Yeah, but y'all just got beat by 30. It's okay. Guaranteed money. Guaranteed money. Who else do we have on the docket tonight, Jonas, in this mid I keep wanting to say mid-season turn. That's what it feels, but it's in-season tournament i think who we got the mavs are in action tonight right yeah and we're far from the mid-season calendar no i know 10, but it just feels but it feels like this is like some mid-season buffoonery i mean this is just like and i'm trying to be positive but it's just like this paint court maybe it's the painted courts maybe if they would have just said hey this is the tournament time this is the tournament this is the cobra kai tournament i would have been like okay it's a tournament. but you're trying to sit there and you know i don't know man you know, but, but yeah, go ahead. Yes, the Mavericks, who are tied with the Nuggets for the best record in the West mm. at 8-2, and two, uh, they've got the Pelicans, who are there with the San Antonio Spurs and the Los Angeles Clippers, have lost five in a row. Um, so that one's going to be at New Orleans tonight. And you know, another thing that brought my attention now that we're on the NBA, um, this John Morant situation has really screwed up Memphis and killed their momentum. They're they're two and seven, I think, right now. Two and seven or two and eight, one of the two. Uh, two and eight. Two and eight. Coming off of a win, so they were one and eight. Well, they shouldn't. A team that has been together now. I know Dylan Brooks is not there. You bring in a veteran like Derrick Rose, John Moran is suspended, but he can still be at practice, which is just totally stupid. But at same coaching staff. It's very rarely that you see a young team like this with the success that they've showed in the last couple years. Um, Because remember, last year they played quite a few games without Ja last year. Um, But it's very rarely you see a team that's looked like they might have did some backsliding and taken a couple steps back. It's early, but there's no way Memphis, even minus Ja, should be sitting there at no 2-8 and on the season this early. Well, Ja's suspended. You lose Dylan Brooks. You lost Stephen Adams to season to a season-ending procedure, okay. and Tyus Jones. So you lose some of that veterans, some of that um, cohesion, and you end up without your superstar. I'll give you and you're without you know like Adams, who is just a consistent presence in the paint on both ends of the floor. How many games? Tyus that, Jones is a solid point guard. But how many games did Adams miss last year? He missed some games last. They didn't have him a lot last year. I mean, it might have, might have I, some. But. I mean, he, he. I mean, he missed some games. I mean, I hear you, Jonas. I mean, I'm not trying to tell you this is the real product. I mean, Jaws a big deal, but I'm just telling you, you, you're not supposed to be two and eight, man. I mean, come on. I mean, if Dylan Brooks meant that much to the locker room, you know the one thing I always say: Did you read the wrong the room wrong? Did you read the locker room wrong from the suits up top? I don't think that's the case because Dylan Brooks, evidently, I think he's the escape goat as well. He's the Dorsey. He's the Ken Dorsey. Of Jaws' behavior. I think they blame it on Dylan Brooks. So that's why Jaws playing with these guns. Dylan, get out of here. The guy went to Oregon, man. 
He went to Oregon, probably choose them because they're playing in different uniforms every day. Oregon, Dylan Brooks ain't no tough guy. He ain't no tough guy, man. Okay? What did Rex used to say? Like, I, I, I walked over guys in a fight tougher than Dylan Brooks. I mean, come on, man. But we'll see what tonight holds. That's amazing. I did not know that. That's amazing. Dallas is up there with Denver, tied for the best thing. Okay. I wonder if they're playing defense. I got to dig into them and start looking at them and seeing if Luka, their superstars, finally learn how to spell defense. What do you got? Uh, another game on tonight's, tonight's slate, the Pacers. All yeah. right. They're there sitting in the third spot in the East. They've got the Sixers who have won eight consecutive. Again, they got their monkey off their back in terms of the – James Harden situation, the drama, and everything that comes with it. They're moving forward. Now, there's talk that they could be interested in adding Zach Levine, um, who has been, you know, reports come out today that the Chicago Bulls are making Zach Levine, or that he's reportedly available uh, on the trade market. Um, of course, if you're the Sixers, you look at, well, we still need another piece that the Harden was supposed to be if he could have gotten along in this locker room. But there's almost a chemistry. You won eight straight right now. There's almost a chemistry thing to where you want to, do you want to try to add another star back into it? Or do you keep rolling with Maxi dropping 50 and and be doing what he does as, as a superstar? No, because I think I got a lot of confidence. And this is all about who you have as coach. And they've got Nick Nurse. I think Nick Nurse is a champion. I think he's uh, underrated. And I think he's a guy, if you add a Zach Levine, Nick can make it work. As long as Zach Levine, I'm pretty, and look, I love Billy Donovan, dude, but Billy Donovan, he needs to get back to college. Uh, you know, when he showed up at Oklahoma, anything looked better replacing Scott Brooks. But when he had KD and all that fine, I like Billy, but he needs to go back to the NCAA. I, you know, I will tell you that um, I hear what you're saying, but chemistry in the 82, you, if you got good coaching, you can handle that. Nick Nurse can – I think Zach Levine and I think Chicago, they could be sellers. And you brought up an interesting point because that bodes well for the San Antonio Spurs because of that DeMar DeRozan trade, right? Yeah, the Spurs on an unprotected uh, – I believe it's unprotected uh, Chicago Bulls pick, first rounder. So uh, Lonzo Ball, who knows what's going to happen with his career. Um, DeMar DeRozan, we've seen what he can do in terms of you know having uh, – no other stars Man. around him. So basically, if the Spurs don't end up playing some defense and the Bulls bottom out, you're going to look at the draft board and Spurs going to be like damn that Chicago Bears and Fuller. You're going to have the top. You're going to see the Spurs logo down there in the top two, four, five if they don't hurry up and play some defense. And you still got the Raptors pick. Uh, that's top six protected. You got the Hornets pick. That's top 14 protected. And then in 2026, 25, Jonas will be telling me, hey, man, I know we're right down at the defense, but this is the thoroughly third season of this new look. You know it started over when they drafted after Wimby. That's going to be – I'm going to have this same topic. So the bottom line is play nine-point underdog against the Thunder. And look, I get it. And no, there's no kid Gilchrist. There's nobody over here like that. Gilgisand. I mean, Gilgisand, I'm sorry, Gilchrist. You got to put school. some respect on my guy's name. No, nah, he's legit, man. Chet and Wimby, huh? Join at the hip because they're both slender and over seven feet tall. Well, and but, also in the same rookie of the year competition, uh, even a year late. When you watch this game tonight, just if you pass by it or whatever, I know we've got some college actions, probably the Mac going on tonight. Don't you know who's playing in college? But if you're watching this particular game, just count how many times you see Chet or Wimby go up for a rebound with both hands. Just just, just look at that. Pay attention to that, and you'll know what I'm talking about. 
Ever the pessimist. Huh. Um, we also have a good one uh, here, which is going to, I'm going to parlay into a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've got the Timberwolves and the Warriors also in, in their group play tonight. Now, the Timberwolves are right behind the Nuggets and the Mavericks at 7-2 and two and have won six in a row. So you can look at the Spurs' embarrassment the other night and kind of say, okay, well, this is the 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 point total and everything. But this, my point being, the Timberwolves are cooking. Okay, the Warriors are sitting down there. They've lost three consecutive, and they're sitting there at six and five. Are the if you look across the top of the Western Conference standings, you've got the Nuggets on top as expected. Behind them, in order, Mavericks. Timberwolves, Rockets, Thunder, Kings. Then we get to your Warriors, Lakers, Suns. So what do you is say? This, is this for real or is this just another one of those? It's early in the NBA season. One of those teams might be here when we get through the, through the month of December. But most, most of those, that collective group of the Timberwolves, Rockets, Mavericks will fall off. So you're Who's looking real. Who's a contender in this? One? Are you asking this just because these are teams that surprise you that they sit at where they sit a couple weeks into the season? Is that why you're asking it? It's surprising. Um, there's usually a team that can come out the gates hot. Again, a lot of you can come out of the gate, and a lot of teams can come out of the gates hot, but you lose momentum. Who in this group do you think is really real? Mavericks, Timberwolves, Rockets, Thunder, Kings. Kings were there. Mavericks missed the Timber uh, missed the playoffs last year. I think I think if you make me choose out of that group, I would definitely. If I had to hitch my wagon, I would go. I would go Kings and I would go Mavs. Uh, now, when I say Mavs, take that with a grain of salt because it's you know Mavs, Kyrie and Luca with that kind of scoring power. And I know they got the rookie kid. Everybody's high on. Um, you can win some games out of 82. You're going to have some guys that take nights off. They can win close to 50 games with that with those two. But the question is, when you get up to the nuggets of the world, okay, uh, in the playoffs or Kings or, it's, uh, you know, a Golden State that's a season vet, when you get to that four out of seven, even the Lakers, are you going to be able to lock down and get that stops on demand? Okay. And, again, I'll repeat myself, No. The majority of the league is not playing defense that I grew up on, but there's still teams, a la the Boston Celtics. Uh, Adoka's trying to steal that into the Rockets. There's Golden State. There's teams that play defense on demand when they need to. And I guarantee you the 76ers, as we talk about there, out of Nick Nurse, they're going to play some defense. And that's all I ask is the team in this new era – uh, whether you want to say big man like Wimby, Chet, stay in the three. Yeah, and also count the over-under how many times Wimby and Chet's ass is out behind the three-point line so they have to post. Okay? Wilt rolling around in his grave, man. You know? But the reality is is that even though this game is changing, you got seven-footers, bring the ball up, shooting threes or whatever, the one thing that hasn't changed in the air or whatever is you got to defend. You gotta you gotta win on both both sides of the court, and the teams that do that under the circumstances and the rules and everything in this modern era, those are the teams that will be there at the end. Okay, I know Joker got a lot of credit and how the depth of the Denver Nuggets was talked about a lot last year in their title run, but the truth of it is, the Denver Nuggets played some defense when they had to play defense. Their best player, Joker, okay, Murray, flurry from Murray, they deed up. 
It wasn't just their depth. Coach Malone coached defense. Okay? That's all. I wish sometimes when I see Pop shake hands tonight, get ready for that too, because even the nine point they cover, it's going to be some, some smile. Hey, you remember that time you almost stabbed? Oh, <laughs> great. When he, sometimes when he does his whole, like, shaking hands, hey, how you doing? All right, Coach. I just feel like every cookie, defense. Hey, Pop, give us some pointers on defense. How about that defense? Talk to him about defense because it used to be a topic down here in the 210. Okay. Um, but we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, real quick as well, too, I talked pretty much about the uh, baseball dudes that I want to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally – I'm not telling you that Cashman – is wrong for what he said for Stanton. I just think that that is still unprofessional in regards to the way he did it. And I also feel, in my opinion, because I've talked to this before, I don't even know if the guy Cashman should have even been employed still uh, the way he went out and about doing his thing. Um, real quick, I didn't get a chance. I didn't really go into deep with depth with too many college football games uh, this past weekend. I know tomorrow we'll have another edition. Uh, really, well, wait a minute. That's the day. We've got another edition of the college playoffs, right? Yep, got two minutes if you want to try and squeeze them in. Man, I freestyled. Normally I had this prepared, and I totally forgot today was Tuesday. Um, I'm going to go with Georgia at one. I'm putting Michigan at two. Nothing's changed with that. Um, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and put what Ohio State at – no, excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I'm To me personally, I'm going to put Florida State at number three and Ohio State four. It ain't going to be that way, but that's what I'm telling you the naked eye test. And Florida State was able to hold on against Miami, the University of Miami. I watched that game. You know, Crystal Ball, I think that play, that game a few weeks ago last month that they just supposed to kneel on it and they pissed that game away, I think it really took that sales out of that season of the Miami Hurricanes, even though they kept that game decent for the most part, but Florida State was just too much. All right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, people up in Tyler, and people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. When that alarm uh, clock goes off tomorrow, before you hit this news button and before you're out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly.
it's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 